The sacred writings of the Baha'i Faith teach that music is a ladder for the soul. My name is Jack Gordon, host of Interfaith-ish, and this week we continue my series, Soul Ladder Music, conversations with musicians about the spiritual connections in their songs and the music that inspires them. I first met my friend Osa Obaseki when he was a member of the DC Arts Collective, The Sanctuaries. The intentionally interfaith, interracial community ignited a fire across the city with their inspiring example of creating unity through the arts. As a rapper who takes the stage as Osa the Healer, my guest mixes into his music a concoction of questions about spirituality and self-knowledge. During our discussion, Osa shared illuminating takes, not just on the artists that inspire him, but also what it means to be a good father and what he's learned from embracing the diversity within his Nigerian-American heritage. Enjoy my interview with Osa the Healer. As an artist, as a musician, you know, I, I see your music as like undeniably positive, like always about trying to learn and, and, and process what you're learning and put out positive messages and themes in the music that you're doing. And I, I wanted to know, was that a, when was that a choice that you made in terms of the way that you were going to do things? Did you look at the landscape and, and decide to go that way? Or was that just you were just staying in that lane from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, mostly I've always kind of been introspective. I couldn't go in those other areas, like, because I knew real thugs when I grew up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I knew like real gangsters and stuff. So it's like, I knew I wasn't like that. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't, like, I was like, nah, I can't rap about this. Cause like, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know dudes who's like really like that. Like, nah. Osa smiles then, too easy. <laughs> right 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 exactly that's what they all know me around my way like he's always smiling so uh -huh. it's like yeah nah that that just never none of that really was for me um being like flashy and stuff like none of that it just wasn't for me if I was more like that probably it would be in my music but I'm I'm just not like that um so it's um it was just more beneficial for me to just rap about who I am and what I like and what I think about and you know, it just happens to be introspective. I mean, it it, it sounds positive, and it, it, it is to a degree. I just, it's just, it's just not BS, right? So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just, it comes from a very. Some of it actually comes from a 
very negative place, very dark places. And so it's in going through those dark places that I've had to scour within myself to pull out that light. You know, so like, so people say, yeah, like it sounds positive, but like some of them joints, like that love reaches out song, that came from a dark place, bro. Well, walk, walk me, walk me through some, some of that. Um, love reaches out, uh, the sanctuaries. Yeah. The, the, Tell the, me a little bit yeah. about the, the, the origin story for that song. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you, you, you know, remember the sanctuaries and how we were rocking and, and so Rev Eric got us together and, um, yeah, the theme was like love reaches out and how does that happen? How does that manifest? And, and we came together, um, who was it? Aaron, uh, James, Megan, uh, myself. I, think, I, hope, I hope I'm not missing anybody. So we came together. And so that was the concept, like how does love reach out? Like, how do you see that? And so in order for me to think about how love reaches out for myself and my life, I had to, I had to feel and think about all the ways that I've been rejected. Mm. So, you know, it's kind of like, it's hard to really see it. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, I don't really see it around me. So where do I get this love from? You know what I'm saying? Don't chase it with your eyes, can recognize it till it's given. So it's like, if I've never been given love, how, how can I even see it? Now I have been given love. So I, you know, I was able to pull on that, but just seeing it around me is hard to see. So it's like a lot of those things come from like places that were actually kind of like dark in my yeah. life and I've had to kind of pull them pull it out pull out the light from a lot of dark spaces Said it's hard to really see it and the reason why we living Don't chase it with your eyes and recognize it till it's given The world in front of me became the molding of my vision The pain that came to me is what I blame on my decisions How can I find the courage when my heart is feeling missing? How do I find a time when I know that the clock is ticking? I'm a soldier for this love is guaranteed to be my mission Wish I could find it easy like I see it in the children Hey, Looking back as I move forward, Sankofa I want a love that explodes, call it a supernova What it takes to reach the heavens, let me stand closer Put the pieces all together, witness Jehovah, God is patient with a sunny plant to see to let it grow. When I love it unconditional, I learn to let it go. Open your arms, what I'm talking about. Without a doubt, I can feel the love reaching out. Love reaches out. My love reaches out. My love reaches out. Can you feel it? Yeah. I'm never giving up, I'm keeping cool, I'm in control My praise, I give it up, a higher power's in control This light is guiding me, I'm armed with everything I know This love is getting closer, I can feel it in my soul Long as I am living, I still got the time to show The patience that was given from the ones that let me grow Forgive me for debating back and forth, to and fro This love is reaching out, I'm giving it to you and yours Walk with me in solidarity My sanctuary eases my disparity When I look into your eyes, I'm looking carefully What do you know? There is me, no more questioning the things that I can never see. Touch, taste, smell, hear, no more mystery. Just the faith that's stronger than my pain and misery. I found it in myself and it will forever be. 
the breath of love that gave me the breath of life A breath of lost spirits, give it back and I energize If I never take another, let my voice come and speak it out And give you the feeling of love reaching out Music is a way of processing trauma, right? Or processing yeah. experience yeah. and giving voice to either that affirmation that you want for yourself or, or really just what is the lesson that you, you know, in the way that you might want for your children a better life, that, you know, in certain circumstances that you had for yourself, that guidance, you know? I hear yeah. that in the DMX song, Ready to Meet Him also. I, you surprised me with that one because I, I mean, look, I don't, I don't go too deep on DMX, but he is really, I mean, clearly somebody who's processing a lot of demons and, and working through a lot, but getting very soulful with the way that he's, he's handling it and not necessarily the person that you would think of it if you only knew him for uh, his hits. Party up. Yeah, yeah, party up. So that's, that's the thing about DMX. I've all, and people talk about conscious rappers, right? I always put DMX at the top of the list when I think about conscious rappers because DMX, although is probably one of the most demonic people I've ever listened to, he puts out, he's always had the most spiritually conscious music. And by mm. spiritually conscious, I mean, he's he was always that artist to recognize his battle between his demons and his higher self. I, there's no really I never I didn't really get a chance to listen to no other rappers do that he did this on every single record he was praying that was a prayer right before that yes. track that I that, like he's praying he's asking God and saying this and talking to God DMX taught me how to pray not well not so much taught me like I give that to my parents and my family but like he made me feel comfortable with praying and Wow. God and, and communing with the higher power because I used to, I mean, I'm talking about his, his lyrics. This is what I'm talking about. I can't share this with my children. But anyway, but this is what I grew up listening to. Um, the thing is though, you know, I, I look at this character, this dude is talking about robbing people and doing this and da, 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 da. But yet even still, he feels okay coming to, to, to God, his, you know, and, and, you know, his beliefs, but, you know, he feels comfortable coming to God and speaking, which I didn't even feel comfortable with as a young child. Cause I always, you know, was conscious, like overconscious about well, what does it mean to sin and sinning in church and church was always seen as punishment. And so that all kind of made it weird, but then I would listen to DMX. I was like, yo, if this dude can talk to God, so can I. I'm ready to meet him. This where I'm living ain't right. Black, hey, white. White, hey, black. It's right back to the same fight. They got a suspect in the wall. But the real wall is to follow the law of the Lord. Lord, you left me stranded. And I don't know why. Told me to live my life. Now I'm ready to die. Ready to fly. I cry, but I shed no tears. You told me you were dead those fears. It's been years. Snake's still coming at me. Just missing. Sometimes I think all you do with me is just listen. I thought that I was special. That's, That's what, what you told me. Hold me. Stop, Stop acting like you don't know me. When I do so bad that it sent you away from me. Not only sent you away, but made you stay away from me. My child, I'm here as I've always been. It is you who went away and now I'm back again. What did I say? Follow your word and be true. What did you do? Well, what I wanted to do. What have you seen? Darkness and hell at a glance. What do you want? All I want is another chance. To meet him, where I'm living ain't right. Black hate white, white hate black. It's right back to the same 
especially because of the line in the hook. He says, you know, because where I'm living ain't right, black hate white, white hate black, it's right back to the same fight. They got us suspecting the war, but the real war is to follow the law of the Lord. I just, mm. I was a child when I heard, you know, I was a teenager when I heard, it just blew me away. Really? The real war is to follow the law of the Lord. And, and you can see how he was struggling, like struggling with that in a way that I just haven't really heard a lot of artists really talk about it. Yeah. All the hip hop records from like the 90s and 2000s, it was like 15, 16 songs total. It was like 15 songs of just crap. And then like, there was like that one song at the end that was like a message to God, right? But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was always like that. You had to have that one track that was about God. But DMX, he wove it in there wove it in there through skits through different songs his angles and take on now he was the most mm. gangster rapper and yeah and and the mainstream only really liked him for like his hits and like party up and stuff i hate that song man I, it's at every freaking bar <laughs> they still been playing i still play it shout right. out to, to them but like i hate that song like it's so mm. it's like anyway but he's really actually a profound profound man and, and may he rest in peace for all that he that all that he did to the world but just all he brought sure. into my life just bringing in the idea of prayer and being able to talk to my higher power and not letting the guilt of who i am shine me away from trying to find my myself out spiritually so yeah yeah salute to the to, to dmx he's the go that's why i put him at the top when people talk about conscious rappers i'd be like DMX. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's for me is so much the beauty of of art and music music in particular is is it gives you an opportunity to go beyond the surface, right? If the surface level sermon that you're getting in church is, you know, is, is you have to be perfect from day one. You you know, yeah. you, if you're not if if you're not perfect in all your actions something's wrong with you you know if yeah. you doubt something's wrong with you if your if your actions don't align with with um what you profess to believe in you know you're you're automatically going to hell and and it's yeah. like what human experience is that it's literally none of us you know Nobody. so right. so so for somebody it's interesting to hear you reflect on um, an artist like that, because number one, because it speaks to the, you know, the humanity of, 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 of somebody and the vulnerability that somebody can, can go to access that humanity. Um, but number two, that um, in a field, and I don't just mean in hip hop, but in, in popular music broadly, in a field where so much is about posturing and the image that you present and, and, you know, like you're saying, you know, you made a decision not to talk about stuff that wasn't, you know, your, your experience, right. Your, your view of the world, but how many people try to front like that is who they are and, and what they do. And this guy, I mean, it, may have been his experience that he is, you know, he was down in the dirt, you know, he was, he was, he was that, uh, that broken vessel, you know, yeah. um, yeah. that, that, that tarnished vessel and everything. And, and yet using that as a way to, to, to just own it, right. To just own, yeah. own who it is that he, who he is. Right, and, and deal with that between, you know, him and his higher power. I, I, I make enough for lost time. 
but not in this lifetime I was told that I'm supposed to write rhymes My ancestors were superheroes, I'm supposed to fight crime But not the ones up in the streets, the ones that's lurking in your mind I'm still looking up, ain't looking at my feet I guess that's just the way I shine I don't ever see defeat, why worry about all my flaws Cause I don't believe I'm perfect, I follow spiritual law Cause I believe that it's worth it I live in the deepest ocean and swim up to the surface Searching through ancient wisdom is how I came to my purpose I'm good with the gods, certain cause I got a gang of witches You on the internet leaving comments cause you mad at these bitches Meanwhile it ain't nothing stopping me from getting extra buns I'm like my uncle at the cookout, auntie like another one My pops is still a good man, he holding down the home But I can't lie, my granddaddy was a rolling stone So if the seed never falls, fall from the tree Consider me the apple of wisdom that the Buddha sees The fruit that landed on Newton, gravitational conclusion Proof that just cause you can't see it don't mean it's an illusion What you call an anomaly, I move right past it Here to stay for a while, just like Reebok classics Resurface like boom bap, with my beatbox habits like So you talked a little bit about that feeling of negativity and processing it into some something that that feels positive and hopeful, like love reaching out, reaches out. Tell me about the song "Lost" and how how, yeah. what, what, how did how did that work with that song? Yeah, so you know, it turned out like I've always been trying to find myself spiritually, right? So let's say from from the point of my life, I was listening to to DMX. Um, till now, I mean, still to this day it's always been, okay, well, what's the search for my journey? Like, what's my journey gonna look like? What's my connection um, gonna look like, you know? And then how am I gonna do it? You know, I'm making up for lost time, but not in this lifetime. I was told that I'm supposed to write rhymes. My ancestors are superheroes. I'm supposed to fight crime, but not the ones up in the streets, the ones that's lurking in your mind. You know, that's yeah. like a reference to, it's just a reference to kind of seeking, looking within myself, for a lot of answers, looking into yeah. who I am, figuring out who I am, like where I come from, you know, okay, I'm Nigerian. Okay, what does that mean? All right, my father's from Edo State and, and he's Edo and he's got some Yoruba in him and da, 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 da. so what does this mean? What were my ancestors doing? And like, what was that? Da, da? Okay, boom, boom, boom. That's the information that I need first. And then, you know, because without that, I'm gonna just forever be lost. If I don't mm. connect to what my, what my ancestors were doing, even if it's quote unquote wrong, whatever that means, at least understanding, okay, what were they doing? What was the intention? You know, because a lot of times, especially like with um, traditional um, African religions and traditional African practices, a lot of the stuff is looked at as wrong. And even my father was telling me, he talked his father at it doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, well, when did this become wrong? Because they were doing it. For all that time, I mean, some some of it must have been working. So just at least knowing what that is, is kind of important. And, and not knowing that, I've, I've just been feeling lost. I've just been feeling disconnected. And getting connected to that has made me feel less lost. So mm. all of the things, all of the stuff that um, my, my parents tried to teach me with Christianity growing up and all the stuff that I heard in church and da, 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 it just doesn't make sense. But now that I'm more connected into kind of who I am and where I come from, so much more of it makes sense. Mm. And, and I'm, not, I'm not one of those that is like, oh man, Christianity is the white man's religion, so we should abandon. Nah, like, let's talk about it. Like, what does this mean? How does this connect with what, what you know, our ancestors were actually doing? 
there's probably more in common than there are differences. And the differences mm. are a lot more petty, a lot more subtle. Like the Old Testament, like a lot of the a lot of the Old Testament in the Bible just sounds like African traditional religions. Mm. A lot of the stuff that that like the ritual with the ritual the, and the ceremony yeah, and the dedication and the ceremonies and offerings, like the old testament sound like well, these religions y'all trying to go towards. And so it's like we don't have to necessarily abandon everything, but finding finding about who you are and kind of like what was in your lineage because a lot of the stuff is like passed down in our dna like I, I believe in a spiritual dna and you know the prayers that my grandmother put on my head i may not even known about but it's information in that okay so you know what i mean so like learning about that stuff will then make it easier for me to connect reconnect and, and not mm. be lost not be lost anymore. What were the messages to you about spirituality growing up and how do you interact with those conversations now as an adult? Yeah, I'm still navigating that. Um, however, you know, my father, he always used to tell me that he's not religious and that he's spiritual. Like he was like the first person I've really heard, you know, not everyone says it now, but like mm. my father was like, <laughs> the, my father's like the first person to really say that to me. So he wasn't like a hardcore he wasn't a hardcore Bible thumper. And I don't think like he was, I wouldn't use the word oppressive, but he taught, he taught, um, taught us from the Bible, me and my sisters. And he, you know, we did Bible study at home and he, yeah. And I believe him, like, he's not very religious at all. He's just a good dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> like, he's, mm -hmm. he's, just, he's just a good human being. Yeah. Um, and so whenever, whenever anything came up about um African kind of traditional religions and stuff like that it was never really talked about or it was either called like juju or black magic or spoken on really negatively like I grew up I'm Nigerian you know my father is is is, is my father's mother is Yoruba I so I've always known Yoruba as a language I've known Yoruba as a tribe I I didn't even know it was a religion hmm. so now, as I'm exploring more of it as the religion, we, we don't have as much talk about it, but, you know, he kind of, you know, as I'm, as I'm learning, um, I share with him a little bit. The, the thing is, I'm actually more inclined to talk more Christianity with him now. Honestly. I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. As a common because, spiritual language? Yeah, exactly. As a common spiritual language, because, you know, even if even if he says you know like oh um you know like these uh traditional religions and like ancestor worship we don't believe in that and i mean okay that's fine but i'm like but i know that he's he connects really deeply to his mother i said well your mother is passed and so don't don't you think we should still honor her hmm. I mean, so the conversation gets a little bit richer and deeper as opposed to me jumping in and being like oh the Bible's wrong and like, I don't, look, what, what, what feels right? What makes sense to you? I know how much you loved your mother. So what are we going to stop loving her? Stop honoring her? You know, we don't right. got to do, it doesn't have to look any particular way. Like it's it just, it just like, what is, what resonates with you in your heart? What resonates with you in your soul? And like Africans, we always, we always paying homage to our ancestors. So what does, who said it was, who's, who has the authority to tell us that that's wrong, uh -huh. you know? Uh -huh. And why are we repeating that? You know what I'm saying? I shake my head and look around. It's sad, sad. 
You should know the black dad ain't a bad dad But it's too many in a crisis like Sudan Let me be transparent like a glad bag I seen too many men denied, yeah it's that bad What do I know, a good dad is all I ever had And if I didn't, I'd be armed with a vengeance To be the best that ever did it Let that man be with his children On God, that's something I believe is true If you keeping a child from a dad, then F you Every man deserves the right to raise his seed Whether or not you like his former deeds What he's supposed to be Mr. Clean, Mr. Green, Mr. Everything That yours wasn't Please find a better way to settle things Separation from a daddy's the saddest song a child can sing We love our little ones, but I can't think of many better things To provide than resistance to divide the black family Let's put our egos aside I'm sorry Miss Jackson I made your daughter cry I couldn't make a bribe But there's a life at stake And that's the only side Well at least that's how I see it But you ain't looking through my eyes Please remind your daughter to appreciate what I provide I'd be remiss if I ain't take the time to reminisce On all the fathers who know what real effort is And those that struggle, no complaining, looking effortless And those that battle with the system know what stressing is Praise us when we with our kids, to us that's just the way it is Might not be old to you, but that's just what we supposed to do I know I'm not supposed to call them kids and that's fine But I do think that they the baby greats of all time I ain't gonna lie, I hope they think that I am cool as shit But that ain't it, I hope they get to know that I am too legit From the day that they was born, the milk I saw them first sip to long after After I am gone, that life I'm gonna be a part of it, yeah. Your song's called Reaching Father. So, so oh, yeah. tell me, what, what <laughs> have been... dark place. Because I think you were relatively young when you became a father for the first time, yeah? Yeah, it's barely 22. Okay, so what was that song helping you work with and, and reflecting on your experience as a young father and... And now as, as, as an older man um, who's, who's got a couple of years under his belt with, with this fatherhood thing. Yeah, yeah. So some of that actually, I would say the majority, yeah, it was, a, it was a good half and half, right? With, with my experience and then just like some of the experiences um, around me, uh, you know, but it's kind of like how it starts off. I shake my head and look around. It's sad, sad. You should know a black dad ain't a bad dad. There's so many in a crisis like Sudan. So like when I was young, you know, I was young father and I would, you know, be with my child. People would, you know, particularly women, like they would see me with, oh, that's so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, that's so cute. Like you're with your child and you take care of your child. And like, you know, the first couple of times it's like cute because you're like, oh yeah, the ladies, man. They, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. But then... Then after a while, it just was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, like, right. This, what else would you like, expect? Yeah, like, why is this so impressive? So it just really hit upon me the idea that, like, fathers, particularly Black fathers, aren't even really expected to do much as fathers or even be around. And it just kind of started kind of messing me up. And then I would look around at, the, um, at just the fathers around me. And a lot of the issues that they were having. Now, I was fortunate. I don't really think I had significant issues, especially considering all three of my children have different moms. I, I can't complain about drama. Like some of the, I know dudes with one child and one mom, and they just, they've seen more drama in one mm. year than like my whole fatherhood career. So I don't really complain much personally about that. However, Just seeing like other families. I mean, I've seen good stand-up dudes. I, I went to court with one of my bros and he was doing a child support. This is like 
And these are fathers. I'm talking about fathers who are better fathers than me. Like, I think I'm okay. But like, I know some dudes who would be way better fathers than me, right? Mm. And like, the, they were going to court. I mean, just getting their children just taken away from them, so to speak. Wow. And, and then and then they got to pay child support on top of that. And like, right. they, they really just want to spend time with their children. They got every other weekend or something like that. And like good dudes, not like, I'm talking about dudes who like got jobs, run programs, and da, da, da. and I and then I used to work for a lawyer too. I mean, so I just seen a lot with fathers, and it's just like I just shake my head and look around. It's sad, sad, you know. It's mm. sad, sad. Like that's where that that kind of came from. And you know, again, shout out to the moms, right? Because I'm really nothing without that. Like if if particularly with my oldest child's mom she's the goat she's the goat she's the goat mom mm. um and she says this thing that I, I can't say it as well as she does but she pretty much says that like if you give give the man the opportunity to be a father and do it his own way he'll step into the role and do it the best that he can and she says it way better than, than I can mm. say it but mm. she says it because that's what she did she she really did that she gave me opportunities that i just don't see a lot of fathers around me getting like even some to the smallest things like she was so intentional about having the best even though we weren't together she was just so intentional about having me present in our son's life that like i mean she was granular with it i mean i'm talking about a dusty 22 year old i would buy diapers every couple of weeks but like you know babies poop every couple right. hours. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So like, so like, yeah. it's, it's easy for, I've seen a lot of moms who would take that and just be like, that's not enough. And like, mm -hmm. that, I, da, 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 da. I've seen that multiple, multiple. My oldest son's mom, you know what she did? She would say, thank you. Psychologically, it just kind of messed me up. Cause I, one, I didn't expect a thank you. Two, I didn't think I even deserved a thank you. And three, it inspired the hell out of me. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, yo, she's really thankful. She would just like, thank you. Like for the smallest things that I did, she would just like, thank you. And it just, it inspired me. So then if I had more, then I would just give more, right? On mm. like, and she wouldn't even have to ask, you know, but because I felt appreciated and, and every little thing, like the time that I made to spend with him, even though we lived in different cities, I was still struggling in school and trying to work and da 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 da. And like, you know, I, but I would still make time. And she would just, you know, thank you, thank you. And just that, just just the thank you part, let alone the real work, just the thank you part just really inspired me. So it's like, mm. you know, um, just working through that because that's hard. Like for for her, for her as the mother to humble herself to that level. I mean, she and this is scratching the surface. Like, bro, I, I bro, I'm talking sure, this. sure, yeah. She's the goat, but to humble herself to that level, not for me, but for her child, like that's reaching farther, you know? And so with her reaching farther, that helped me to reach farther, like reaching, I'm still mm. reaching. It's helping yeah. me reaching farther, right? And so um, that's why I was saying, that's why, you know, against dark places, you know, um, you know, every, every man deserves the right to uh, see a seed, whether or not you like his form of deeds, what he's supposed to be, Mr. Clean, Mr. Green, Mr. Everything that yours wasn't, you know, and that's kind of like a lot of, a lot of times I see like mothers who are taking out 
whatever their father didn't do in their life on the current, on their child's father. Mm. And, you know, that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think another line in there, I said, yeah, you know, if you're keeping a child from a dad, then F you. It's to that point with me because, you know, like, how can you do that to the child? Right. Children, children be wanting to see their daddies just like they want their mommy. And it's a 50-50 thing. And those are the fun to me, that's those are the fundamental pieces to uh all the other issues that we talk about, where we talk about like social issues and social, you know, whatever is going on socially, it's kind of like our family's gotta be intact, especially, you know, like in the black community. Our family's gotta be intact first, like first and foremost. Nothing else, what's more important than that? Like building a, the foundation, the you know, community, you get all the stuff we talk about, social issues and talk about community, but you can't have neither of those intact without a strong family. So if we're mm. not figuring out how to get over our issues and work together, maybe it's therapy, maybe it's counseling, maybe it's coming up with co-parenting agreements. I'm a huge proponent of co-parenting agreements. Just things that so that we can give our children um, at least a, a a more functional and, and stable upbringing. I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect. I don't believe in perfection and stuff like that. But like, if if you're gonna get in the way of your child's relationship with their parent, whether you think he's good or not, um, then that's more that's more detrimental. But you know, a good you know, what do I know? A good dad is all. <laughs> and if and if I didn't, I'd be armed with a vengeance to be the best that ever did it. Now let mm. that man be with his children. You know, and because there's some men out there, they got a real vendetta. Like, right. yeah, that, that stuff is real. Like a lot, there's, there's a lot of men I know, they didn't have their father. So, but these men now, they would never let that happen to their children. Right, right. It's a, like, it's a fuel. It's a it, fuel yeah, to, to it's keep, a fuel. to that's do I'm better. Like, that's I'm like, some of these dudes, they way better fathers than me. Because mm. I don't got no vendetta. I just, I've just seen my dad my whole life. It was, all right, this is what it is. I don't have a mm-hmm. vendetta. But those guys who have a vendetta, like, let those guys be with their children. Because those guys have, they have the, uh, 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 a desire to just be so awesome as fathers. And it pains me that some of these men don't get the opportunity to do that. So that's kind of how that came out through the song is a lot of pain. It's positive. Like, yeah, let's do what we got to do with fathers. A lot of pain in those lyrics. And you can hear some of it in there. It's the amount of knowledge and wisdom that, that you just dropped there. Osa. it's just, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, I, I feel like I always learn from you and, and I, I see you and, and just the way that you shared your reflections on that experience, um, it makes me look at my own relationships differently. You know, mm. it makes me makes me pause and think about the relationship with my own father. It makes me definitely pause and think about the relationship with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that what you just broke down in terms of concept, uh, in in terms of in terms of um, what partnership means, you know, uh, and, and what, what that can look like in spite of things not always being perfect, because again, not just as none of us are perfect, neither are our relationships. Cause when I see you, you know, when I hear you talk about these things, I also hear somebody who clearly has that strong belief. And I've heard you talk about it before of, of that feminine divine, you know, of that, 
of seeing that mm-hmm. divine ener- feminine energy in in mothers yeah. in women of standing for women you know of 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 being you know however you want to describe it but you know that feminist action you know of of just being supportive of of the women in your life and receiving the support that they're giving you as well without having it be like an attack on your masculinity you know that's what i hear you yeah. saying i think yeah, that's beautiful yeah. yeah absolutely yeah that's that's important um and that's why i give her goat status because she's she's doing things that i just don't see a lot of other people doing it into a level that is created a situation that you just don't see a lot of other people in like people just look at our relationship like it's like weird even in back to school night you know like we show up deep it'd be me his mom and her husband and they're just like whoa a lot of y'all like we're a team we show up <laughs> team. So, uh-huh. but but all that yeah all that takes humility on all parts right so right it's like ev- everyone's got to show um, levels of humility but however I, I i don't see it enough if i'm honest with you um especially when you you know just considering all the factors and how the court systems and who the yeah. court systems favor and stuff like that so it requires a lot more community a lot more humility and that humility would build up the things that we need in our community if your child they grow, water can go use. If water kill your child, now what are you going to use? Tell me back, mama, why you me not low, my low. talking about your connection with your Nigerian heritage and you put Felakuti on this list of, of songs that were an influence and and so obviously Felakuti one of the giants water no get enemy one of his biggest songs that people know um, not necessarily a man that had a lot of great things to say about Christianity <laughs> was not as charitable as you were as you've gone through this this exploration of of your own heritage and culture, um, tell me how Felakuti fits fits into that and and the and the love and inspiration that you get from listening to his music. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he's the anchor. Actually, I would consider him part of the anchoring that kept me close to wanting to figure out where I'm from, right? Because uh, yeah, he was very revolutionary and I grew up listening to him. Um, hmm. And I always like to throw the fact that 
that we have the same birthday out there. I love throwing that out there. <laughs> I love throwing that out there. Um, however, I, I, yeah, I always felt like a connection to his music and the anchoring in his music. Like he was just, he was just, just so African, just such a Nigerian man. And I was just like, <laughs> yes, what is he connected to? Um, and, and, and so, and he was somebody that you, you that your parents played in the house growing up. Yeah, yeah, all the time. That's how I got int introduced to him and. Um, and then even come to find out later, uh, my mom's father was cool with him and like, was like treated him like family. They're like, oh, man, oh, are we well, soulmates? Yeah, <laughs> soulmates. Um, and so, yeah, and, and his music is like deeply spiritual, even though I didn't even understand some of it growing up, but like I could just feel the spirit of the music and you know like kind of i'm sure you heard some of his songs you know his songs be rocking it just be like three four minutes straight just instrumental yeah love it like, like love it you ain't getting lyrics till five six seven minutes into the song which is great right. <clears throat> so while that is all happening like i it's i could feel the spirit like i could it's like it's building up to something right he was uh, unapologetically just African Nigerian and tied to his roots and no matter what that meant. And he, under, he understood the negative impacts of what was happening with you know, colonialism and the impacts of that. And so um, I appreciated hearing those things and it made me wanna connect. You made me, it, it did a good job of making me wanna connect because it's like, yeah, the things that the, the new days are cool. However, like, what are my people actually doing? What do they actually believe? What do they actually practice first? And then we're better prepared to go into uh, the rest of the world, the rest of life with that. Information. Mm -hmm. So again, you mm -hmm. know, tying back to that whole like knowledge of self and finding self being so important. Yeah. There's, there's references in there to like how women represent water a lot of times like women represent water and even in the yoruba religion um, most of the water deities are represented by women mm. or the divine feminine so it's like water doesn't have an enemy water no gets enemies like water doesn't have an enemy and he's also saying like don't try to battle the water like water like water you can't really win anyway like no yeah water is undefeated <laughs> wow. yeah yeah. It's a it's a it's a conservationist message message. It's a it's an right. environmentalist message in exactly. in as much as it is a societal one, right? It's exactly it's, I think it's and and if you look at you know like the summer that we've had and and how hot it is and everything that that those you know those lessons are real. It's coming coming to roost right now. Yeah, exactly. Full circle. Yeah, you got to respect the water, have to respect the water and living in a way that's in accordance with what we have around us. So which is difficult now because of how far we've come, how far we've come uh, in as far as humans. But um, I mean, I think that that's that's also, you know, that's also part of the journey as well too. kind of squeezing that back into there. Like, how do we how do we encourage more time like in nature, appreciating it, right? Because if, if I just walk on concrete every day and like, mm. how am I gonna appreciate, you know, the woods? Um, and so I think appreciation and, and just gratefulness, right? Things that just inspire like appreciation and, and being gratefulness, uh, being grateful and humility and, 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 and those things kind of 
are going to take us further at this point in society. There's not much left further we can do, man. We've invented like everything, you know. <laughs> it's getting scary, actually. <laughs> That's right. Just <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'm, left to do is replace ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we, we're almost at high robot levels. Right. Yeah. You know. So the and and see that's the thing that can't be replaced, right? Is the soul, is the humanity, is the are these internal things, right? Our connection, our connection to nature. You know, my my smartphone just won't be able to do that. Hmm. (laughs) Like it just it just won't. It can connect to a satellite that will tell me the weather that's happening in nature, but even that still i mean we're and and we're all subject to it right because um you know when a hurricane comes i mean yeah we have all the satellites in the world but the only thing we can do is watch Mm -hmm. so you know being being in tune and not uh making any anything angry Not, not making any, you know, anything. You know, hurricanes come from Africa too. And you know that they say everything comes from Africa, but like <laughs> they, I don't, I, you know, I, but they develop right there, um, uh, in that um, kind of like that, that Gold Coast, that West Coast, that West right. Coast of Africa. They say they generally like formulate there, and then they, they come down and like sweep their way through the, through the, um, through the to the Caribbean, and a lot of times, sometimes to the mainland. So that's just a message to uh, to my fellow people out there. Like, don't upset, don't upset African women. Cause <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what happens. Like, it's like a hurricane that you can't stop. I got off the two train in Brooklyn on my way to a session. So let me help this woman up the stairs before I get to stepping. We got in a conversation. She said she 107. Just the presence was a blessing and the essence was a lesson. She had a head wrapped, a long dress that peeked out the back like an antenna to help her get a sense of where she was at. Imagine that, living a century, the strength of her memories. Felt like an angel had been sent to me. She lived from nigger to colored to negro to black to afro to African American and right back to nigger. Figure she'd be bitter in the twilight But she alright Cause she done seen the circle of life Yo Her skin is black Like it's packed with melanin Back in the days of slaves She'd be packing like Harriet Tubman And Her arms are long And she moves like a song Feet to corns Hands to calluses But the heart is warm And Her hair is woolly And attracts a lot of energy Even negative She got a dead dad The head wrap is a remedy Her back is strong And she far from a vagabond This is the back The master's whip Used to crack upon Strong enough to take All the pain That's been inflicted Again and again and again and again Again and flip it to the love for her children. Nothing else matters. What do they call her? They call her Aunt Sarah. Expansion outro uh, is a song that you picked from Reflection Eternal. It's not a cover exactly. It's like an homage to Nina Simone's Four Women. And so the positioning of Talib Kweli, you know, as he's going through those verses, I think it's it's interesting to hear what he has to say and then reflecting on what you've had to say about, about the role of the women in your life and how that knowledge of self, like you're saying is, is such an integral piece of spiritual development and certainly something for those of us who have daughters, you know, to play a huge role in passing on so that, you know, they, they also see themselves as, as full and rich lives. Man, yeah, 
just that connection was just so powerful. And I could see some of Fela Kuti's influence on um, Tyler Kweli and artists like Most Deaf and Common. And so that even really just, I was like, yo, I, yeah, I, I could rap like this. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like the, when hearing DMX was like, uh, nah. But then I heard that the Reflection Eternal album, I was like, oh, you're allowed to do this in hip hop? I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I gotta rap. So like with the, so that song, the expansion outro, AKA Four Women, um, the the song the song is about like different different women and actually them finding their connection to who they are where they're from like the first verse is talking about um a woman who was 107 and so she had lived through all these different periods in in america and seen herself in different lights as a, as a dark-skinned woman and um just trying to just trying to find herself and understand herself and with that understanding she she's not really so stressed about life anymore right and then the, the second verse is like this uh you know half black half white girl and like who's really lost and like who she is and like which side should she pick and where does her spirit belong and she's reaching out to god and god god's giving her signs and still she can't see it and she's making these these crazy moves and like that song touched me man i think it i've cried to that song at least once just because of seeing some of it in real time and just trying to even just trying to conceptualize what these stories are are like and the the positive aspects of understanding self and then the negative aspects of losing self and getting lost in in society because of not knowing who you are and, and identity issues and things like that um right and so that's so it all it's all kind of tied in there right there's the spiritual aspect of of, of seeking seeking something outside of self seeking something that's higher than self to, to find the answers because you know even though oftentimes we talk about god as this thing somewhere being somewhere there's there's maybe there's a piece of it inside of us each of us and so i think that song the expansion outro really that did a good job of like connecting um and you know i just love women so a song like that just for me and I just think women are just so great and amazing so it just really resonated with me just putting telling those stories to that angle that's why it's important to be connected to something else because you, it's like none of us know what we're doing really mm. you know what I'm saying like we do it but like we don't it's not like someone gave us a manual and like this is how you be a parent and like you do it and there's like a perfect way to like no we're figuring this out in real time just like the kid is growing up in real time we're still growing hopefully we're still growing up too so it's like it's like a there's a lot that's going on and a lot to manage and a lot to deal with so um i think being that's why i try to keep things um as present tense as possible right mm. present present progressive tense that's my favorite tense uh, of, of language that's why i say that's why i say reaching father right i haven't mm. reached like i haven't arrived like i'm not done like i'm still reaching father right um i i i, I try not to say i'm a grown man i, I try to say i'm a growing man mm. now some little some little punk test me i'm gonna say i'm a grown man and it's gonna come out <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just gonna come out that I'm a grown man. But, this is but, a relative you know, situation relative to where right. you are <laughs> right relative, right very much go. grown like right <laughs> right but even even when we say terms like um 
like healing, like I'm healing, like I'm not mm. done. Like I had mm. this ain't over. Like when right. is this over? Like it's right. healing. I'm not like healed from nothing. <laughs> healing. It's a process. It's a process. Everything is a process. You're reaching father. You're parenting. Like no one's done. Parent. Like I don't. Is there a past tense for parenting? Parented. Like I don't even <laughs> like. That's called I mean? dead. Like, yeah. Right, past tense right, of parented right. is you're in the ground. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So I mean, just keeping it uh, in in that mind state. It's like a present progressive um, mentality to where it's like, yeah, you're, you're always retooling. You're always assessing. You're always, it's a present progressive thing. Parenting isn't like, oh yeah, I did this and I'm done. It's a, it's a marathon. Yeah. We, we can't sprint through it. And, and, and even like our spiritual journeys, I believe that they should be treated like marathons and there is no like rush to get to anywhere, you know, in particular or anytime mm. soon or, or like, cause like that rushing, trying to sprint, to certain destinations I've seen it hurt hurt a lot of people. And yeah. I think that like treating it as a marathon and pacing ourselves is like like really, really important. So yeah. Yeah. I just be rapping. You just got me on here rapping, Jack. I I love it. I love it. You know, we're 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 on this long marathon together and uh yeah. we've got great music to keep us on a, a company on the journey. So That's thank right. you for for making that beautiful music to to you know to keep us thinking and and to keep our spirits up and buoyant. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate the encouragement too. Well, I, lo- I love that we we get to to catch up on this. I always, like I said, I always learn a lot from you, and uh, and and I I feel lighter talking to you. And uh, <laughs> I got some 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 good music to to check out. And I don't know. I'm never gonna listen to DMX in the same way again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope good. That's good. That's my favorite. That's my favorite part. Yeah, if, 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 if DMX gets some more, some more, some more well-deserved credit, then yeah, that's it. Because that party up, that can't be his like. <laughs> Yo, I let the cowards be. The OGs told me we in trouble, cause they the ones that got the streets. They say a lot of beats, bragging on the IG. What's even worse, the lack of mothering and fathering. I feel like a lesser man. The cops, the ones to guard the streets. At least they do a lot of. Thanks for making the climb with me this week on Soul Ladder Music. You can find Osa's music on Spotify and Instagram or at osathehealer.com. And you can listen to all the conversations in this series on your podcast player of choice. I'll have links to the songs in this episode in the show notes. And check out the Soul Ladder Music playlist on Spotify for a running list of all the music played during this series. Thanks as always to Jeff Philosopher for providing our theme music. And keep tuning in to WOWD 94.3 FM, Tacoma Radio, for great music and programs seven days a week, streaming online at tacomaradio.org.